This is Your Neighborhood Death Doula, and this week, Chapter 1, we explore grieving and mourning in pandemic. For many of us, writing is a cathartic practice for healing. And by healing, in this case, I mean expressing what is just under the surface, what we might not even know is there until we've written enough to find out. Our emotions crave expression. Witness those torrential cries or the bursts of rage that catch us off guard. We have the choice to hold the hands, so to speak, of our emotions, or they will guide us in unconscious ways. Writing is one means of exposing our own truth and helps us to figure out our side of things, right? Not necessarily everything true with a capital T, but our experience and those underpinning emotions. Our writing tool for this chapter is a simple, yet hopefully powerful, letter writing exercise. One painful aspect of death and loss of relationship of many kinds is the loss of back and forth communication. If you are like me, you may find yourself talking to people who are not physically present relatively frequently, and uh, this practice riffs off of that idea. If, however, you don't often talk to yourself as though you're speaking directly to others, this idea might be a bit more challenging, but I invite you to play along. The science behind imagination suggests that our brains do not differentiate between what we tell ourselves and what we are in reality experiencing. That is, if I think, if I really consider the act of smelling a rose, my brain and my body react in many of the same ways as though I were actually smelling a rose. So writing a letter helps us to negotiate the spaces in between talking with somebody actually physically present and the unknown of this present moment. You can work with this idea as a helpful tool for your own healing, or if your imaginative and spiritual senses wish, to talk with your dead in hopes of a response. Before writing your letter, I recommend writing out all the other junk in your brain as though you're clearing off a desk. Write out your daily frustrations, the chatter of your monkey mind. It's not gone for good, but just to clear some space. If you have a practice of writing your morning pages, for example, still do that first. Write it all out, drink a glass of water with a bit of lemon in it, and turn to a fresh page. Some dream workers say that if you're experiencing a nightmare, and not a traumatic memory nightmare, but your average terrible nightmare, that the dream isn't finished. We have the opportunity to return through meditation or another dream work practice to turn around and face what's tormenting us and find a new ending. In grieving, the nightmare isn't finished. It must be considered, looked at, and felt 
all the way through. Writing this letter is returning and looking at and seeing your communication with somebody all the way through. In this letter, address what hasn't been said as if you were to see this person tomorrow. When you write this letter, what do you wish you could say? What has been left unsaid? Was there an unfinished argument or a kindness you planned to express? Are you full of thanks or guilt? If there was closure and the sorrow isn't related to a heavy emotion, why not tell them what happened last week or if their favorite poppies are in bloom? Perhaps you heard their name at the grocery store and for one heartbroken second expected to see them. Tell them everything you have time to tell them and then tell them one more thing. You can keep a journal of these letters or place them in a box. You can burn them up by candlelight or fire pit or bury them, perhaps with a ritual we discuss in another segment this week. You can place them under your pillow and ask your dreams to carry them. Listen to your instinct and your intuition. Write as many letters in as many styles as you want. See how they evolve and how they change and what remains the same. One interesting component of grieving and trauma is that for me, it's hard to remember afterwards how that experience felt. In writing these letters, you not only communicate with another, have the potential to express yourself to another, but you really get the chance to talk to yourself and see yourself all the way through too. I hope this practice is helpful to you and we'll continue with more writing practices next week.